Hello, Carm Capriato here, and we're on location at Ted Ween's Tire and Auto in Las Vegas for another Industry Week shop tour. I've assembled shop owners who know and value the power of shop tours. Get ready to learn from them. You learn a lot from them coming to your shop and pointing out just the things that you were mentioning earlier. Welcome, automotive aftermarketers, to a Remarkable Results Radio Town Hall Academy. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Hey, Carm Capriato here. So glad to welcome you to Academy, episode 145. Now, give me a moment to recognize the sponsors that make the Town Hall Academy free for the aftermarket. Shopware suggests that now is the time to transform your shop. Break away from your legacy SMS and embrace Shopware Shop Management System. Shopware can show you the way to increase profits from happier customers and a more efficient staff. Visit shop-ware.com slash demo for a free preview. And Jasper wants you to think about how long some of your customers are keeping their vehicles. You know, industry stats say it's about 11.8 years. Now, where would be the first place to turn when their drivetrain fails? Why, Jasper, of course. A vehicle is a major purchase, and it should be trusted to a 100% associate-owned company for quality remanufactured products. And that's what they do best at Jasper. Keep customers happy so you can. They find this podcast show notes page at remarkableresults.biz slash A145. If you don't have a free podcast listening app on your phone, now here's a quick rundown. Go to your Google Play app store or your app store on Apple. Search for Remarkable Results Radio. And when you see it come up, select it and download. Within a very few minutes, you'll have access to the library of episodes that make your mobile device come alive with the essential voices of the aftermarket. Enjoy. Hey, this is our second year in a row to visit a shop in Las Vegas at the end of Industry Week. We were welcomed with open arms at Ted Ween's Tire and Auto. Our gracious host, Jennifer Ween's, not only shared her thoughts on the episode, but presented a great tour of her facility. You'll learn the value of shop tours from these guests. Our host, Jennifer Ween's, Ted Ween's Tire and Auto in Las Vegas. John Long was with us from Shirts Automotive, Shirts, Texas. David and Jeannie Light were with us from Lighthouse Automotive out in Wanchese, North Carolina. Eric and Jamie Carlson from Irvine's Auto and Grand Rapids Hybrid out in Michigan. Frank Scandura from Frank's European in Las Vegas, our host from last year, was with us. And Vic Tarasic from Shop Owner Coach. Remember, shop tours go both ways. It's good to take them, but also important to host them. You can learn from both, be open and honest and constructive, and benefit from the investment of your time for peer-to-peer learning. We need to do more of this. How you doing, everyone? Carm Capriato, Town Hall Academy in Las Vegas, right after Industry Week. And uh, we had three unbelievable days. And so the only thing I could say to to the listeners of uh, the podcast is uh, wait till you hear some of the stuff that we're going to walk away with. It's it's just phenomenal stuff. We had a tremendous time in the studio. And, you know, as we have done, actually, in the we started last year, Frank, at your place. Yes, we did. Uh, we did a shop tour. And we're at a completely different shop here in Las Vegas. And our host is Jennifer Weens from Ted Weens Tire and Automotive here in Las Vegas. Wow. Ten shops, ten retail locations, one commercial and one wholesale. Uh, you must be so busy. Well, I try not to do the day-to-day stuff, but we have people that are busy. 
<laughs> Actually, I need people. Yeah. We all need people. Yeah, and, and, you know, and that is a great answer. We can actually do uh, a show on leadership right Absolutely. now if we if we had to. We're busy. Don't yeah. let me fool you. Yeah, I know. I know you are. But thank you. We had a little bit of an internet glitch on the on getting here and running wires over ceiling tiles and stuff. It was and Vic Vic brought me here and uh, thank you for helping set this up, Vic Jurassic. He'll be on a little later. Okay. So the value of shop tours, Frank, yes, sir. let's talk about last year. Uh, it was a blast. I mean, I know there's not as many here, and, and, and who knows who else is going to show up. There were about 30, maybe 25 or 30 that showed up. Yeah. You were a very gracious host, and a great tour. Thank you very much. And it's important because R&D, right? It does not stand for uh, research and development. It stands yeah. for rip off and duplicate because some of my best ideas have come from visiting other shops and talking to other shop owners and being in my 20 group and a little maybe the same experience for you guys and why not right let's learn from each other let's all make the industry better because we have those one or two people they're not licensed or they're just not doing a good job they're just not providing the service to make us all look bad and it's really getting hard to overcome it's very hard to overcome especially in today's digital age let's all share and make everybody better. So, so I see the progression in how shop tours evolved in our industry. We we joined a business development group in town, and then we started the network, and then maybe we joined a coaching company, and we got into a twenty group, and then those twenty groups a long time ago said, "Hey, why don't you come to my place?" And then it put them on a scrutiny list, if you will, and they started to clean, and you know they they brought their place up to a new, brand new level because they were showing it off to people. And if they told them this was unkept it was dirty it wasn't organized those people really knew they 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 they, it was good constructive criticism right it's amazing what someone else sees when they come in for the first time what we put blinders on to because we're there in the heat of the battle every day all day and it it just kind of gets by us and uh, we did a shop tour not long ago uh, in a shop in Arizona, and I was really amazed that they didn't spend more time cleaning. I said, come on, they knew all of us were coming here, and I took a bunch of pictures for my portion of the presentation, and, and at the end, he said, I had no idea my shop looked like that. So think about what Frank just said. We go into the shop. You're blind we, to it. We take pictures, and then you present to the group what you saw, and everybody learns from that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Jennifer, our host, so glad to have you here, and thanks for everything you're doing for us. Uh, when you've gone out on, on tours, what, what, what have you learned? Presentation. Um, what the customer sees just coming in from an outside eye versus you're in the shop every day, so you don't see it. Yeah. Uh, something as simple as the corners in the bathroom. They sweep, but they miss the corners or wiping down the walls or wiping off your garbage cans, little things like that. There's two places to learn how all of that stuff works. Disney? Yes. <laughs> Boy, they have it down. They yeah. do. And, and the other place that I just discovered, at the Wynn. Oh. Because the Wynn, it, where I stayed mm-hmm. these last few days, it's almost perfect in every corner. You know, you, you know the flowers that they do. And mm-hmm. I, mean, I saw oh, someone working. I saw someone this morning on the way here working on the grout on some of the, you know, tile floor. It's beautiful mosaic tile everywhere. They're so into detail. It was, you can't find anything wrong. At, there's nothing broken. There's nothing out of place. There's no concrete. There's no paint out of, out of whack. And so if anyone could look at these cameras, look behind us, and you can see this is a beautiful, what do you call it a showroom, a customer lobby? Showroom. You call it a showroom? Yeah. Very, very nice job. Thank you. John, what are you learning when you're going out there? 
you know, just trying to, like Frank said, just R&D. Um, that's what it's all about. You know, everybody's sharing information. Um, we've got to elevate this industry. Uh, everybody has to, to rise, rise up, in my opinion. You know, rising tide uh, will raise all ships on that. That's correct. Good. Uh, yes. So, yeah, the, so, I mean, we so, so R&D. All right. Frank, when I interviewed you, I don't know, two, three years ago, um, that was, to me, my biggest takeaway from your first episode. Yeah. Uh, rip off and du duplicate. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what's something that you may have stolen a great idea? Uh, now you're going to put me on the spot I here. I am. That's what I do. That's what I do. We can um, come back to you. Yeah, come back to me on like, that like one. Like a game show host. Okay. I'll tell you what I'll I pass did. On, I'll pass on that one for the moment. You think about that. From yeah. doing uh, tours, um, adding a baby changing station. You uh, never would have thought. No. Yeah. Now I have a kid and I completely understand. Get it, right? I get yeah. it. But even if it's only used once every two months, doesn't it, matter. It, it sends a yeah. message, doesn't it? That you care. Yeah. How many bad bathrooms have you seen? I've seen quite a few because it's amazing. I'll tell you, I learned my bathroom lesson a long time ago. My grandfather was a barber and I used to hang out at the barber shop and I really admired him. He said, me tell you stories sometime. Would is be that why your hair is so perfectly coiffured? <laughs> oh, no, that's because my wife. <laughs> Behind every haircut's a wife telling you, get your haircut, isn't it? I don't know. So I, my grandfather had a, a customer ask, do you have a men's room? He goes, no, but I have a ladies' room. And he called it that because it was just, didn't have a urinal, so it wasn't a men's room. Uh, and when the guy came out, he goes, that was the most disgusting ladies' room I ever saw in my life. And it embarrassed my grandfather to the point where for the first time in my life, I saw him clean something. Because imagine back in that, in that day, my grandmother did everything. And he was so embarrassed, and it taught me that lesson that long ago. You've got to have an extremely clean restroom. My first job was cleaning a shop, and I took it upon myself to clean a restroom from that lesson. Excellent. Anything else that you may have taken away besides the changing table? You know, uh, just making sure and paying attention to detail, like dusting the small things, keeping the magazines stacked nice Current, and neat, yes. something comfortable, just, you know, looking out for the customers that are hanging out while they're waiting. Did you ever just dr drive to a city and, uh, you know, you're on vacation and the wife wants to go shopping with your credit card or, or your spouse and you say, hey, I'm going to go <coughs> knock on a door or call ahead and see if somebody wants to, to host me for an hour? I got a story on that real quick, Carm. Um, it's also kind of what I take away from things is just be open to everybody. Uh, my partner and I, this past summer, were, were up in another city visiting a couple shops we had scheduled. Went in, saw them, learned a lot of great things. We had been trying to get a hold of another owner who just built another brand new shop that we'd seen go up. Looked beautiful facility, beautiful facility. We could never get a hold of them. So we finally, we were in the area, we just stopped in, and they were not receptive to us at all. Did not want us there at all. Why? Why do you think? I, I don't know. I couldn't better. Can't put a figure on it. Secret finger sauce. Yeah, secret I mean, that's sauce, what it huh? is. Some operators so, are afraid you're going to steal his secrets. Yeah, and they had a, we are. a big window in their customer showroom that looks out into the lobby or in, into the shop. So, you know, my partner went into the restroom using the restroom. I'm just standing by the window, just kind of glancing out. And the guy comes up to me and goes, you know, you're not helping your, your cause by looking out the window if you want a shop tour. <clears throat> Mike, okay. Okay. All right. I'll move along. Thank you. I love doing shop tours, whether it's someone yeah. touring my shop and giving me an outside eye or yeah. going somewhere else and touring it and seeing what they do differently than maybe I can adapt to my location. Oh, I love it too. I've probably had 30 owners 
here to my shop this year, and I've got, uh, I think, somebody scheduled next week to come. And how many friends do you build along the way, right? Oh, exactly. Yes. yes. Building yes. those relationships is key. Mm-hmm. And taking the positive and or negative thoughts, call it criticism, call them opportunities to fix and or change. And, you know, you mentioned it before. And someone uh, on the show, some of the recordings this week said you walk by the the old style cigarette container that's out on the front door that there's no smoking in here. So if people do smoke, we want them to, you know, butt on the outside. And so someone stopped by and looked at it and, and it was like 30 years. It hasn't been touched. You know, maybe, maybe it was like 10 years. It hasn't been touched. It's just piled high. It reeks and it smells. So if you didn't want to smell smoke in there, you just, you got it no matter what matter when, yeah. you, when you walked in the door. When you walked past and, it. and that was one of those aha moments that we just don't see the paint fading. We don't see the cigarettes on the outside building up. We don't see the weeds coming. We don't see the hole in the parking lots coming. And I, I'm going to tell you, if it, you know, after coaching in 20 groups, the, the best ingenuity in our industry forever you know, would be, you know, shop tours. I think those, those got to be the top three for uh, just to improve your company. I would absolutely agree. Well, good. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to, we're going to change some chairs here. David and Ginny Light. How you doing? Doing great. Good. Good, get, good, good. Glad to have you here from yeah. North Carolina. Yes. All the way out on the coast. On the, on the coast. Yes. Oh, I didn't even want to talk about hurricanes. <laughs> here, let's get you, let's get you a little closer to the yeah. microphone and, and uh, you work in the business. I do. Oh, I do. husband She's and wife team. Yes. I love it. Partnership. She's the brains. She's the brains? Yes. And you're the bronze? Eh, maybe. Okay. Uh, very good. <laughs> very good. And Vic Terasic's with us. Um, I said Ginny, didn't I? It's Ginny. It's all right. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I apologize. Thank you, Vic. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, Vic's my producer. Seems like wherever <laughs> I go, I'm always stumbling. And, and Vic Terasic's with us. Uh, new company, right? New company, shop owner coach. Shop owner coach. Uh, Vic, uh, Vic has uh, owned his own shop for many, many years and he's decided to, to, to be a coach. And uh, thank you for the help that you've given me here this weekend. Absolutely. So about shop tours, uh, David, uh, tell me about the value that you see in them. Oh, every time I go to one, I mean, it's like I see stuff that I should be doing them on, but um, it's just every time I take away something. Every I, time. Every time. Every time. I well, go back and make a list of stuff that I need to do to the shop. So is it is it your power of observation or is it just the fact that uh, uh, I like that idea? I steal a lot of stuff. Okay, perfect. But, uh, it is observation. I see stuff that they do that I realize I should be doing. Do you guys go set together usually? Oh yeah, every time. Yes. Every time. Yes. And and when you're done with the shop tour, I can't imagine the the dialogue that happens. Oh yeah. You're going back and forth. I like this. What about that? And and how you can actually take it, make it your own, and change it. Yes. Hey, Carm here. Now think about your shop management system. Isn't it the center of your business? And most of us are running on systems that are decades old. And you know who you are. It's time to change and get the benefits that a modern system can bring to your business. Shopware Shop Management is a cloud-powered management system that gives your staff and your customers the end-to-end digital experience that they expect. With Shopware, you can see every job and view work updates in real time. And you can manage your shop from anywhere with any device. And that's becoming more important than ever. You'll see your customers interact with digital work orders and buy services from you more often with less effort. You can earn more parts profit with just the click of one button and with less paper, too. You'll also get improved efficiency from your staff. 
do this. Request a live tour of Shopware at shop-ware.com. Look, it's time to make the switch and get started making more money with a powerful modern business tool designed to solve your biggest challenges. A vehicle is more than just transportation. It's what we depend on to move our most precious cargo, our families. As a service professional, you provide routine maintenance for your customer's vehicle, but what do you do if the engine, transmission, or differential fails? Contact Jasper, of course. Jasper provides your customers with a cost-effective alternative to purchasing a different vehicle. Quality, remanufactured products from Jasper Engines and Transmissions carry a nationwide warranty with up to three years, 100,000 miles parts and labor coverage. Get your customers back on the road fast as Jasper offers immediate availability through two distribution centers and a network of 45 branch locations nationwide. If a new vehicle is not in your customer's budget and the engine or transmission in their car, truck, van, or SUV has given its last performance, a remanufactured drivetrain component from Jasper Engines and Transmissions will provide them with many years of trouble-free driving at a cost many times less than that of a new vehicle. For customer satisfaction, choose Jasper. Give me an idea. Uh, I got to get this right, Jeannie. <laughs> Give me an idea, Jeannie, something that you implemented. The last few shop tours we have done with our 20 group, um, I've been on the RO audit team. And just seeing how people do their repair orders, you know, the way you should write your stories and the three C's, you know. Okay, you great. Who's your coaching company? Who's your group? RLO, John Waffler. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. And so you're responsible for the RO review. So yes. when you go in, if you will, the group goes into, uh, here's my place, come in. You do the RO audit. What, what part do you do? Normally I do the shop tour. You do the shop tour. Yes. And you're going back there and looking at that stuff. And then when you're all done, you get together and you share what you saw. Yep. You know, what, what a... What a great way for oh, any yeah. shop owner to get a peer review. Yes. Yeah. Cool. It can be brutal sometimes. Yeah, it can be brutal. Has it ever happened to you? Have you had one done? September next yeah. year. So Oh, so oh, so you have time to clean the house, huh? I've been yes. working on it for like six months already. New drapes, yeah, yep. some paint, yep. some nice new pillows. Yeah. <laughs> and I digress. Yes. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yep. So, so this is very good that this came up. What are you guys working on that you know you need to improve in your own place? We just moved into a new shop about a year and a half ago, and the shop had been neglected. So we have a lot of work to do. Uh, it, a lot of times my customers will tell me, oh, I see you working on the weekends. It's like, well, I'm not working in the shop. I'm working on the shop. Got it. You know, right. on the weekends because there's always something. Got it. I, I'm, I lost my phone. I'm sorry. I was just looking for it. I don't know where I put it. John has it. Oh, I'm sorry, John. <laughs> okay, great. So it, it, talk to me from a shop tour perspective here, Vic. Well, one of the things that I found was the reinspection of the vehicle that had already been completed. Yes. You would be amazed when you go in with open eyes, pulling a vehicle that's supposed to have been completed, the only money that you find that's left on the table. Really? Yeah. And as a shop tour group, you're actually doing that? Yes, we will, we will, we will select a vehicle at random that's completed, bring it in, put it up on the lift. David, you've done it. Yep. Yep. Pull it on the lift, reinspect it, and see what was missed. We compare the repair order with what we end the inspection report. And typically, you're going to find anywhere from 12 to 1500 bucks worth of stuff that wasn't even on it. Oh, yeah. 
Well, how much yeah. how much was yours last time, David? Actually, the last one I did was very thorough. Okay. Yeah, I was. They did an awesome job. Yeah. But most of the time, yeah, you do find quite a bit that's left over. And that's one of the things that really pushed me. Was that's what I picked up on was getting back at that vehicle, re- looking at it, at least letting the customer know what was missed, and then it creates opportunity. It really does create opportunity going forward. Yeah. I want to ask you, David. So, what's the and since you've been in the group, what's the worst one you've seen? That's a great question. Thanks, Vic. Yeah, it was uh, quite a bit left over. A lot of suspension work. I mean, it was it was dangerous. It was not that it was. Uh, you know, it was a customer safety was right. a big thing. Right. You know, it's not that you're trying to upsell anything like that, like you say, but it was their their life, our life too, because they're meeting us going down the road. Right. So, well, and, and we're you know our, the customers put their lives in our hands every time they bring a vehicle in, and we owe it to them to raise our standards as as an industry. And that's what what I got out of coaching was realizing that you have this customer who is giving you. Not their own life, but their child's life, their their work life. So we owe it to them yeah. to at least let them know what they, what they need. So if uh, we're going to do the shop tour here later, what are you going to look for? I want to see how they bring the parts in and how they take them out, you know, the cores, how they handle all that. Time saver, money oh, maker, yeah. right? Money loser, yeah. And uh, yeah, well, yeah, if you fix the problem, it's a money maker, yeah. right? Yeah, because if not, it's if not, absolutely, it's a money loser. Yep. Cool. Now, do you, what, do you ask particular questions while you're out there? Do you have like a, a favorite question or two that you ask? No, I wouldn't say I really have a favorite. I just kind of take, try to take everything in. Okay. Is there anything that you're working on at the shop that you want to look for here that, you know, to, to, to take an idea home? Yeah, we're looking at changing some equipment out. I want to see what they have. Ah, so, see, yeah. isn't that cool? You yep. get behind the scenes and you see what kind of equipment they have. And if they like it. Well, and that's, that's how, how we ended up talking about you guys coming today because yep. we were talking about the tire machine over dinner last night mm-hmm. and I'm like well this is a tire shop we're going to see so, well come on yeah. you know what I found amazing is I talked to a bunch of people in particular who came here and uh, bought a whole bunch of equipment uh, for either a new shop or to you know finally refurbish to an alignment machine and looking at ATIS and tire changers and people were telling me they saved thousands and thousands and thousands that they do all the research get all their best pricing and then they come here and uh, the equipment manufacturers are willing to work with you yeah. in the if you will industry week show deal uh one hell of an advantage it, i think you guys said it paid for your trip how many times over yeah two or three or four or five times they saved uh, over the cost of just coming here mm. and, and they're building a you know church they're building a, a second place so of course they needed to equip it yeah. what well, better place to come in i mean get that i mean so you know i love the fact that uh, that we're here at industry week and we hear stories like that mm-hmm. and the commitment that apex is making next year for the repair professional you know by creating repair shop hq a dedicated place for the service professional i was really so so happy to hear about that with us is eric and jamie carlson welcome morning, morning carm good morning hey how you doing good get close well. to the mic thank you very much um i was hanging with you guys in the studio jamie at least you and then then we were at uh, some uh, we were at a kind of a meetup the other night and uh, Jamie won, uh, was honored, not won, but you were honored by the <laughs> very, woman, woman, very honored. woman in Auto Care as the female shop owner of the year. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, the, the shop again, is it Grand Rapids? No. 
Well, it's Irvine's Auto Repair, but also Grand Rapids Hybrid. We started that, the hybrid side of it, about seven years ago. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and that's why I remember Grand Rapids because of the Grand Rapids Hybrid and that you, you know, and, and I was actually talking to Eric the other night, uh, at, um, at Deb's play, Deb Van Battenberg's, mm-hmm. uh, meetup. And, uh, you know, you, you, you said, Hey, we jumped on this thing early and we we're just so happy that you did. Oh, we're thrilled. Yeah. We probably, I would, on any given time, I would say 50% of the cars that were in our shop at any time are hybrids now. Wow. Have you ever done a shop tour uh, for people that want to come in and see what you're doing with hybrids? Yes, we're when, when a smart group, and uh, gee whiz, right after we joined it, <laughs> about two months later, they came to our shop, and they're probably the, what a nervous wreck. Yeah. It's just terrible, but okay. it was well worth it. But. D- d- so they learned and you learned. <laughs> yeah, you learn a lot from them coming to your shop and pointing out all just the things that you were mentioning earlier about the, the cracks in the pavement, the you know, the, just the little things did, of like that. But but Eric, did you look at them as you guys are crazy or nuts? You thank them because they've taken a lot of time and and obviously money to come to your shop. They they're away from their families or shops and businesses, and it's not inexpensive to travel. And they've come over there and they critique your operation, and uh, they're. They don't. There's no holds barred. No holds barred. Now, did you implement most of the suggestions? Well, one right away, almost right away, uh, in our first visit, they all concluded that we needed to fire an employee, and about 48 hours later, he was gone. So now that's um, tough. Yeah, that was. We knew it, but we just couldn't uh, pull that bandaid. But uh, they uh, they did it for us. Uh, so, yes, yeah, there is happens a lot. The, are you yep. kidding me? No. That's that's a standing that's a standing order almost. Everybody knows that they've got you know a bad apple. Well, part of what we do is interview employees, and we ask the shop owner, "Give us the people you want to get information from," because they don't always tell you. And it's amazing what you'll discover uh, about an employee that, it, like you said, you know. And you're not doing, but well, you know, but you're not doing. Well, we all figure we can fix things and we can fix cars. We could obviously could, what could be simpler than fixing a human being? Yeah, some people can't be fixed though. Oh, they never can be. Yeah. We, we told my experience. We did a shop tour not long ago in Carson City and the, the gal that was a service advisor said, I'm the best service advisor in this, in this whole state. She wasn't. She was really, really bad. She was, and she fired herself. Humble too. Okay, help the audience understand how you walk in as a peer group and and tell the employee, the team member, that you're going to sit down and interview them. What's the? How do you sell that? Well, the shop owners pick those people in advance, and he's to tell them, please be open with them. They're here to help. They're here to make the shop better for everybody. And it, it never fails, right? So people are intimidated and afraid to speak to their bosses, but they'll, they'll just throw up on the table of somebody who they think really won't let them get caught or be in trouble. And they're not in trouble. We're not trying to make anybody feel bad. We're trying to make the company better. How do we make the company better? So I will come down and sit and talk to you and be real casual. And how's this? And how's that? And you know, what about this? And You'd be surprised what they will tell you. They'll give information. And how many times a shop owner? I have no idea. How do you no start? Idea. How do you start? You sit down with somebody and says, "Hey, I'm Frank. Uh, he invited me here. We're here with this group, or I'd like to know because I want to take information back for me." What's the premise? Uh, so there's a lot of questions that we'll ask. You know, do you know? You know, what's expectations of you? Do you know about this process? Do you have any opportunities to grow with the company? Do okay. you know what's right. going on? You know, things like that. Got it. Do you want to grow? Where do you want to be? How do you like working here? What would you change if you were the owner? And Eric, was that the premise on how they discovered this issue you had? 
Or did they just feel it when they came in? The- Sometimes well, it's obvious. I think Jamie could probably answer that better than I could. You you interview the employees far more in-depth than I do, and I think you get a more honest answer than they want to please me, and that's not that's not what we want. Um, so once you chime in. Well, and I think the one, it was actually our very first meeting with them. We weren't even members. And I said, let's just both write down the five things we have to do. <laughs> we had a list and one was fire someone. We liked him. You know, I mean, it's, it's not only do you want to save someone or we know there's a technician shortage, but it's, it has to be a good fit for the people who are all working there together. And sometimes you have to set them free to go do what they really should be doing. Right. And sometimes it's not working on vehicles. A, a culture problem you had. No, absolutely. Yeah, except it's, we liked him. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he liked everybody, so it was kind of sad. But do you ever notice the guys that we like the most, who are the most likable, need the most correction and seldom <laughs> do the job right? Oh, that's why you had to go. Well, that's why they're likable, though. They've learned how to push those buttons, and I'm going to say those things, and I'm going to be nice, I'm going to smile. And, and, and it's like 51st days, I call it, where it's like every Monday we have to go over this process again. We have to go over everything again. Why are we having this discussion again? Why are we doing this again? He gobbled up so much of my time that when he was gone, it was like a weight had been lifted yes. off our shoulders. Yeah. And it. And With Frank, one less body yeah, in there, yeah. we produced more work. I've, I've, I've been there myself, and, 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 and the deal is is that the team is waiting for you to act. Yes, they are. To act. Boy, isn't that the yeah. truth? Yes. It is the act. Uh, and then once that happens, and I've heard this story over and over again, they say, okay, you're back on the top of my list, guys. Uh, yeah. we, we're back loving you. But before, we were wondering why you were putting up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think being in either a 20 group or for us, it's our smart group, operating more by the numbers, which is not, I don't want to be just a numbers person, but you do have to have those benchmarks that it's, that you can go back to and say, but this is not working. And um, Bill, our leader of our smart group, well, I like his phrase of, we all have to take care of this business so this business can take care of all of us. Good. And I it like just... It. It's it's not, I don't know, 20 years ago, I may have thought it's kind of greedy to like want these margins and just make all this money. No, it's what we need to do to be able to elevate our shops, to be able to pay employees more. I found something from 10 years ago that said like what gross profit on parts should be. And I remember when we went to that seminar, we thought, oh, sure, we're just going to gouge our customers. No, it's what it needs yeah, to be yeah, to operate yeah. a business. Good for you for for realizing that yeah. and making the change. Uh, Kevin Eckler, um, you probably know him. Uh, he's he's with uh, your your team. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, in my first interview with him, uh, marriage, divorce, 10 years of losing all this money, finds the coaching stuff. And I think it was four or five months ago, he says, I wrote the check for my daughter's first year of college. And he was so happy about yes. that because he knew he could have never done it had he not gotten a coaching company, attended shop tours, been part of a, you call them smart groups, it's the same thing as a mm-hmm. 20. And uh, and it's so great to hear those stories that, that uh, people have, you know, marched themselves over the line in their life. And we're willing to go out and say, I'm not the smartest banana in the bunch. And I should be hanging around with people smarter than me. And uh, And so I'm willing to take down that concrete wall that I've put up that says I'm smart and I'm the best at, at everything that I do. I'm so glad you brought that up. 
I like to talk about that every three weeks on the podcast because, you know, I, I always feel that maybe we can drill a hole in some of the stubborn heads in our industry and kind of put the funnel up and pour some of that wisdom down. And, and I know it's working, by the way, because when I'm out in public and I meet people and they say, thank you, thank you for drilling into us. And, you know, we've been listening and we've been learning and we've been actually stretching ourselves beyond our belief because we're spinning in a negative vortex. And I call it the rule of holes mm -hmm. and the rule of holes says is that you need to know when to stop digging yes if not there's never going to be light mm -hmm. ever at the top of the tunnel at the top of the hole so um i want to ask a question about you guys were under the bubble when you you brought the group over but now that you've gone out to other uh, uh other tours i'm sure you have what have you taken back well at first i mean they have all either built beautiful new facilities or remodeled facilities. It's very intimidating when we go in the one we've been in for 25 years and it's small. It, but I think for a garage, it's, it's pretty nice. It, it's just kind of overwhelming, I think, when we went at first and it's like we are just not in the same league here. But they are so honest and open. And when everybody's numbers are up on the board every month, um, you have to be honest yeah. that you, I think we just learned from them. Well, and it, it's like moving into a neighborhood. You don't want to have the nicest house in the neighborhood. And we certainly didn't when we joined that group. So I think we elevated our game and saw some very dramatic results because you're learning from people that have got easily, they're doing minimum million a year and some way past that. And when you're not at the time, you can learn an awful lot from guys that have done it and know how to do it. And they're, they're, they're not afraid to admit that they were in a tough place one day. Oh, they all were. Everybody, you see, that's the thing that I don't believe. When we look at the essential players of our industry, let's call it the top 20%, they were ugly in the bottom. They were the bottom 20% at one time. They were. And that's why there's hope. That's why there's hope for our industry. And that's why we tell these stories all the time. And that's what we convince. Oh, by the way, I found out you're going to add four bays. Yep. And is there any major remodel for, like, how's your showroom? You happy with your showroom and everything? No, it's very, very small. Okay. Um, so a little. We have loaner cars, so we don't... Oh. We, we, we like to be alone during the day. <laughs> this, this place looks like a mansion to you, right? Oh, my goodness. We don't do much waiting service, though. I mean, we do tires for our customers. We do oil change services for yeah. our customers. So it's usually much more beneficial for them to take a loaner car and go for the day. Cool. But there okay. is a remodel for upfront, too. That's all part of the plan. That this, okay. The, you know, okay. All right. You've seen yeah. my showroom, Carmen. Yeah. It's beautiful, and it's marble, and it's decorated to the nines. Yeah. And we don't want them waiting either. So it's not a matter of how big or small. They're waiting for their yeah. car no matter where they're at. I would prefer they wait for their car at home or at work or at the mall. I agree with that. There you go. See? Yeah, and, and yeah. so here, so here, he, this is a great analogy. Frank's looks like the wind in front. It just does. <laughs> Frank's is beautiful. Yeah, go Thank back. You. Just go to my website. Type in uh, just type in Frank's Gandora or or shop tour, and you'll see the episode and look at it. We've got some a really neat picture there of, of Frank's plays. Or just look you up on the website, right? Or come visit. Or or come I, visit. I invite people all yeah, the time. Yes, you do. It's open door. No, here's Jennifer saying she's got this beautiful. I mean, it's just beautiful. Yes. But we don't want people to wait. And you've got enough chairs to have um, a wedding here. <laughs> okay? I mean, there, I, I'm going to guess we, we really goofed you up here and moving tables around and stuff. But there has to be 20 chairs. And you can only have one or two waiters at a time. But it looks inviting. It looks comfortable. It's like, hey, you know, hang out. TV, 
coffee, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, er- everything. You're doing everything right, but we don't want them to wait. So that's a great strategy. Invest in the feel, in the look. Uh, invest in looking for success. A lot of people go by appearance, first appearances. Um, Just back to Frank in the bathrooms. They go in the bathroom. Well, that place is dirty. I'm not going back there. Forget about the service on their vehicle or how you treated them. If they don't like the way you look, they're not going to come back. And they'll never say anything. You'll never know. They just won't come back. I'll never forget, we were on a road trip and Ann, my wife, had to go potty and we left... We left. We didn't eat there. Right. There you go. There's Same. the, there's yeah. the I mean, especially. Well, you use the bathroom and leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think that's what happened. I think she says that we're out of here. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thanks so much. Appreciate the, the invite. Thank you. Uh, what do you uh, plan on showing us? Anything really new, neat, and exciting we should see? You know, I'm just going to take you on a tour. We have um, my retail side here is 16 base. I have a 2,500 square foot training facility upstairs that we do all our employee training. Ooh, um, Ooh I can't wait area. to see that. We have our commercial location out back. Yeah. And then we also have our one of our warehouses here that you guys will be able to see. Oh, oh great. Cool. Okay. Hey, well, it, it, was, it was great. Thank you for everyone who's been on. And uh, lucky us, we're going on a shop tour of Ted Ween's Tire and Auto here on Wigwam uh, Street Avenue. Uh, in Las Vegas. And, and thank you again so much Wait, for... Well. Could be anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, th- thank you for having us here and, and interrupting your entire showroom and it's your ceiling, ceiling tiles to get us bandwidth <laughs> here. So it was great. too. So thank you all for being here. And anyone who's hanging with us on Facebook, share this. We'd love it. Thank Carm, you. thank you for what you do for the industry. Oh. I don't know if you get that enough. I, Thanks, I, Frank. I'd love Appreciate being a part that. of this. Wow. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. Thanks, Carm. It's not about me. It's about you guys. Thank you, though. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.